Okay, Henry, are you ready to start this week's episode? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to start this week's episode. I'm so excited. I can't wait to start Sorry, sorry. Henry, Henry, what are you saying? I can't hear you very well. Like, what's going on? I said, I can't wait to start this week's episode, Dale. I'm so excited to talk about this week's topic. I'm sorry for laughing, but, like, why are you talking into a tin can on a string? Oh, I thought we could match this week's topic by trying to record on something besides a microphone. I don't think that's how this works. Oh, but I do think it's time to start this week's episode of Easy Mode. Welcome in, everyone. That's Delay Dale. She's who I would want on the other side of my tin can telephone. And that's Henry K. I would cut the line with a pair of scissors. And this is Easy Mode. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, and this week we are talking about people who have beaten and played video games with the weirdest and oddest um, alternatives to controllers. Yes. Don't get this confused with different, like, weird types of controllers, because if you type in, like, different types of controllers online, you Mm -hmm. see, like, old console controllers. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, instead of playing with a controller, maybe you played with an instrument. Maybe you played with something perishable. Yeah, a cucumber. (laughs) <laughs> foreshadowing alternative yeah that's what this whole week's episode is about and um something that was really exciting for both of us to look into and hopefully it's a topic that you guys will find interesting as well yes also a nice little note on dis- uh, accessibility and gaming at the end that i'm very excited yes to chat we about. that is we love talking about accessibility and gaming yes um, but can we get started with this week's episode Henry, I need you to put the can down and put the <laughs> mic on as we start this week's episode all right let's, let's go it. All right, Dale. Well, I know you're our resident Dark Souls expert, but there is someone who is in the Genesis. Is it Genesis? Guinness? Guinness Book of World Records. Guinness. Is it, I think it's the Guinness, Guinness Book like of Guinness, like the beer? Because when you said Genesis, I was like Neon Genesis, like the anime. Mm, <laughs> like, we'll see. Someone can let us about? know. Um, who is in the blank Book of World Records. Guinness. Um, his name is Benjamin Beersley Gwyn. Mm. And he's beat the original Dark Souls nine with nine different controllers. Oh my gosh! Yes. So he started off. He started off playing it on his stream or his videos um, to a few viewers, and he started off with just like the Rock Band guitar, which is like a very uh, popular like alternative use mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. controller. Um, and then the word started spreading. His stream started growing, and then he went on to beat it with nine different items, which is absolutely wild. Um, he said it was like since Dark, he, I, in an interview he was like Dark Souls is like the hardest game so like I thought it like deserved to like go through and all these playthroughs um, but he beat it with nine total being the uh, the guitar the rock band piano the Donkey Kong bongo drums a microphone um, a Wiimote which is so funny a microphone um, yeah a microphone oh, a dance okay. mat so like the DDR the mats mat. yeah yeah uh-huh. a steering wheel so like the Wii steering wheel like that kind yep. of thing and then the last one being the t- classic Xbox 360 controller. <laughs> yeah, I did put that in there. I, I know. I mean, it is one of the ways. Yeah. How'd you beat yours? Well, you haven't. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I got to the last Oops. boss in Elden Ring and stopped. Because <laughs> I have a fear of completion. Ooh. That's a um, different episode but, topic. Yeah. Well, that's actually an episode <laughs> for my therapist. But um, <laughs> there also has been some cr- other like wild ways Dark Souls has been played. Mm-hmm. Um one person there's a playthrough that's very notable it's played with bananas oh what i didn't hear about yeah, this i know so it's actually so funny so there's this really cool thing and we also we'll see this across a few of our uh, the things we talk about today but there's these things called the, the makey makey or maki maki kit which okay. allows you to create it's like a kit that allows you to make things inputs for controllers or for yeah. games yeah um so it's like a little like converter kit that you can use and when the circuit's complete 
it, it does the input that you want it to. Oh so this gosh. person played Dark Souls. They so they wired a lot of bananas. So when their finger touches the banana, it completes the circuit. And then that creates an input. That is, I need to watch a video of this because that just like blew my mind. I have seen some people make music with like fruit or plants and stuff. You like put it to an amp. So yeah. Like made a circuit. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's a similar system, but they beat it with bananas. Um, and actually, some people say that this wasn't too difficult because there's like a, because there's no limit on how many bananas you can use. Like your inputs and controls are like you have actually do have a lot of options to use. Okay, I wonder if maybe the different types of banana affect anything. Who knows? I wonder. I'm my plantain playthrough of, <laughs> of Dark Souls. Plantain playthrough? No, please. <laughs> you got to do that for Elden Ring. Um, um, but using that same kit, a lot of people um, have done a lot of different playthroughs of games using that with, funny enough, a lot of different fruits and vegetables. Really? Um, yeah. Okay, what? how have I literally I never heard of this at all? That's so, so wild. So someday, if you're at home, Dale, and you have some food you don't want to eat, get one of these kids <laughs> and play, play, start a playthrough of Elden Ring. You know, I might use eggplants because I have never eaten one in my life and I refuse. They freak me out. But maybe they'd be good for like playing a game. Who knows? Yeah. And there it wouldn't go. go to waste. Just learn something. And you can just stick your fingers in them because they'll get okay. bad for sitting all there right. for so long. Ew. You're so vividly um, expressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's someone else who did a very mm -hmm. cool one, I thought. Um, a creator, her name by Chloe Demino, I believe, mm -hmm. is how you say that last name. It's, I think, French Cajun. Okay. Um, but she was playing, I believe, I want to say it was CSGO, but it was like an FPS shooter game. Mm -hmm. And um, she used a mouse and a tube of lipstick that she would apply on herself. So she what? used the power of makeup. Yep, every time this lipstick came in contact with her skin, it would close the circuit and fire in the game. I need to watch these videos because I know I guess if that was me, I would probably like end up like looking like a clown, like miss the outline of my lips and just. Like, oh, yeah, I'd be like, I'd be on my cheeks all over the place. That's shout out. Chloe and That's so freaking cool. Oh, my gosh. You know what I really like about this um, week's episode is that when we were both doing some research, I found out how like how creative people can get with how they want to do um, their different games. So, for example, um, there was somebody who actually completed the world's first saxophone controlled RL1. So if you don't know what RL1 is, that's a rune level one. So you do absolutely no upgrades on your character. You can upgrade your like weapons and stuff, but you can't upgrade yourself. Um, so that was Dr. Decomposing. He played it on a saxophone. And what was really funny about that is uh, people in the comments were like, this is proof that Elden Ring is a rhythm game. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is, it is. And also um, Anna Ellsworth, you, you told me about her, actually. She's the one who is currently playing Elden Ring and beating it with her harp. Oh, Which yes. is so freaking cool. Another proof that... Um, it feels so cool. Like, a harp is just so much cooler than a control. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and so much more beautiful but it's like ding ding yeah. also the, the, the focus and the concentration um somebody right now who is really big in the news uh she has completed multiple different challenge runs um most recently she completed a dance pad run of elden ring so miss mika uh so that was really cool what's interesting about her runs though on the dance pad is you're limited to your camera movement like how your camera can be controlled and such mm -hmm. um she can only do so much key binding so the fact that she was able to do that on the dance pad also she did i think a no level like a rl run on the dance pad as well and beat melania like okay cool <laughs> i mean that's just wild to me 
Now, shifting gears a little bit to uh, not Elden Ring, because those last three uh, creators that I spoke about were Elden Ring. Um, somebody actually came across on TikTok who was posting about losing weight and wanting to get a healthier fitness mm-hmm. journey through modding his ring fit. So Super Lewis 64, he modded his ring fit to play games like Dark Souls, Mario Kart, Animal Crossing, Breath of the Wild, and even Overwatch. And the way that this goes is that he has like a little trampoline and in the game, he can only move if he's moving in real life. So he has to be running. You know how like you play a game like these people have like really high fitness. Yeah. He he even, I watched a video of his, he's like, oh my God, I'm so out of shape. Or like in Animal (laughs) Crossing, when it's time to like dig a hole, you gotta do a lot of squats. Um, so that, I thought that was really interesting, you know, game dev by day and then tinkering with controllers at night. How flippin' cool. That is wild. I would be dead. I mean, I, on the regular ring fit, I don't know if you've ever played it before, but I'm already dead with that on its own. No, I can't, I mean, I can't imagine doing that. I can't, like, freaking Breath of the Wild, don't think you, I'm running out of stamina as it is. There's so much climbing. (laughs) I'm running out of stamina in game in real life. Um, here's a fun little game. It kind of ties into this next section that you have, we're like, you should chat about this. I did a little bit of research. Have you heard of this game called One Hand Clapping? No. So it's a game. But you know, that's one of my favorite sounds. For everyone <laughs> listening here, this is my one hand clapping. I love doing this. You really wonder if it's going to pick up your microphone. <laughs> I think it will. Let us know if you heard that. So it's a game in which you actually sing. There's no controller. <gasps> like you have to sing to like go along with the game. Um, so the real Sully G, he took this to the next level and he actually played the game with an automaton and I had to tell you what it was. So I'll just tell um, everyone listening. I almost called the listeners chat. I'm so used to being like, I'll tell chat. So <laughs> I'll the listeners, an automaton, I hate it, but people love it. It is um, like a digital musical note instrument um, mm-hmm. from Japan. I'm pretty sure it's very annoying, but it comes I with love like, three it. different. I know you love it, it's but like, do ah! you have one? Because no. um, freaking, I don't know how it came into my father's hands, but he uses it to annoy <gasps> me. Shout out, Dad! <laughs> Shout out to my dad. I love it. Bring him on to play it. Bring him on. No, him re- re- do our he- do our intro music with it. <laughs> and finally, I want to talk about this unique recorder. Um, so we all know that Super Mario World, simple game, few controls, we jump left, right. It's one of the simplest games, I would say. Um, but a gamer from Japan still managed to make this control scheme as complicated as possible. He completely removed all physical inputs and he played the game just using sound. So he hooked up a system that interpreted different pitches as game inputs. And one pitch could make Mario jump while the other one make him turn left, etc. So he took this to like the next level, which I think is actually really cool. And I'm wondering if like down the line, people could just like maybe mod their voices or like different pitches that they make to play a game but i'd like to see it so shout out to that guy we don't have his name here but you're in our hearts um you know what's so interesting about that too i mean you kind of have to have perfect pitch because otherwise you do have to so you and i can't do it like what's a a a b flat like i can't just sing a b flat but like no give me a c give me an a (laughs) yeah give me a c p a (laughs) Don't. I'm triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what I do have for you too. Um, this was pretty amazing. So it's mm-hmm. he's a YouTube and Twitch streamer from New Zealand, and his name is Rudism. Um, okay. And he's known for doing weird controllers. Like that's like his whole thing. He's done Hades on a pomegranate. He did a Lego what? Star Wars helmet that then he turned into his controller. Uh, I think he also did like a microwave at some point. Um, he, like, he just he's like he's known for like doing all these like weird different like contraptions like mm-hmm. 
and items for controls. Um, but he did um, very, very popular, very, very famous uh, Morse code playthrough um, of Dark Souls. Not to keep bringing up Dark Souls, but since Dark Souls is such a difficult game, being able to play wow. it with something non-traditional is like quite the accomplishment. That's um, Morse code. Yeah, so he had like he had to do inputs like dash, whole dash like, and that was like to do something. So like all the different codes were inputs to the, to the game. Um, and then uh, okay. really, really, it was, it was very, very challenging. Some bosses were especially more challenging than others because, um, bosses that you have to move your camera around for, um, was a lot more difficult than bosses like you can just roll and dodge and like turn slightly for. So like there was a mm-hmm. few bosses in that first game that he really, really struggled with. Um, and then another challenge that was is that the Morse code controller, like there was a delay between an input being complete to the character taking the action and more than we do like as just normal players. Mm-hmm. So he had to kind of be thinking ahead of each move he needed to make because there was like a, a significant delay. Oh my God. And as this- you know, as a Dark Souls player, if you time any roll, attack or whatever off, it's over yeah. for you. Yeah. This guy is just so smart, like big brained. I know. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, I can't first you imagine. have to learn Morse code. <laughs> I think the issue why we can't imagine is because we don't have many brain cells. No, we have one. <laughs> we have one. We have one. We have one. It's gone down from two. Um, so. But the reason I wanted to talk about realism was because um, as we talk about these controllers, as we talk about like different ways people play this and play it as a challenge, um, something we should think about is that there are a lot of people out there um, who are differently abled who... Like, this is actually their norm in day-to-day on how they play. Mm-hmm. They play mm-hmm. on non-traditional devices. They use non-traditional controllers. They don't use... They don't play in the game that we... Like, the way that your everyday gamer plays. Yep. Um, so there's some a lot of incredible creators, streamers, and people who play and beat games and could whoop my butt at so many um, using a lot of different accessibility tools. And that's something that Rudism did was his stream was he was raising awareness that difficulty options um, are, like, accessibility options. So, like, it's very important to those and... You know, it doesn't spoil the gameplay to change the difficulty option. Like that no. really doesn't matter. No. Um. But there's people who like they create these challenges or whatever. Um. You know, they really a lot of them, especially reason, use a lot of this time and awareness to just be like, hey, these games, especially these games that we're creating these intense difficulties for, should also have difficulty options that are like accessible to people so that they can all experience the same thing we're all we're all doing. You know what also I think is cool? We brought up Dark Souls so many times tonight, but yeah. uh, that's because a simple game. Well, it's not simple, but you know, people are like, how do you get tired of this game? Don't you get tired of it? If you come up with multiple different ways of playing it or different challenges for yourself, mm-hmm. you never get bored of it. And I think that's actually really cool. And we're seeing it a lot with Elden Ring and we're seeing it a lot with other games too. So I think that's really magical because the game can never be dot, like dry, you know? Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, for me, also, I'll be about- playing on controller. Something about those what? games too, where there's a shared experience we all enjoy, yes. and a challenge and a story, and and it's nice, and we should all get to do that. Yeah, and even if we don't play it ourselves, like I'm watching someone play it on the harp, I can still feel their like stress and like yeah. <gasps> holding your breath and stuff. You still are. I mean, I watch you play it, and I love it. <laughs> do you? You're stressed in my chat. <laughs> yes, I mean, just for transparency, everyone, Dale was like, "Oh, here's the enemy. It was a tree." She looks to her left. And there's a sleeping dragon that she's been looking for the entire time, but she wanted to pull up and fight a tree stump. 
Not even a full tree. It was a tree stump. I literally thought it was an assassin. I thought it was a sleeping assassin. (laughs) She's like, there it is. (laughs) There it is. And I turned to my left and I screamed, it was a dragon. And I beat it. (laughs) You did beat it. We're very proud of you for that. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Do let us know. Actually, here's a fun question. Have you ever attempted to play a game on something that isn't a traditional controller? And um, do you think that you'll go into your fridge and play a game with something in your fridge? Two questions. If you were to play a game with one vegetable, what vegetable would it be? What vegetable? Well, answer your question. What would you be? Um, I would do a cucumber. Why? I love cucumbers. Oh, but then wouldn't you get? I think I'd pick something I wouldn't eat. Just give me a reason to buy more cucumbers. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, You Dale? Eggplant, like I said earlier, because oh, then yeah, I can put right. them to use. I can put them to use. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really like them, but anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> well, we're hoping you're listening to this something not like headphones, and maybe on your uh, Victrola, perhaps, or maybe you're listening to Easy Mode Vinyl. Um, <laughs> but we really are grateful for everyone listening to this week's episode. We really are, and as we come up on our one year, um, thank you for tuning in every single week on this podcast where we, you know, what do we do? We Keep it easy. Mode. <laughs> <laughs>